This podcast is brought to you by the Wharton School at the University of Pennsylvania. There remain many questions in the wake of the shorting frenzy of GameStop, AMC Entertainment, and other stocks by members of the Reddit community. And while not as traditional as other outlets, Robinhood really has provided an option not seen in the markets in decades past. A recent opinion piece in Barron's looks at one side of this whole story, indexing. Indexers have a bit of an expectation of aligning prices with future growth, but there is also a potential of impact on indexers if the government now wants to cut back on the process of short squeezing, which is that process of betting against a stock's future success. David Musto, finance professor at the Wharton School, is one of the authors of the article, along with his Wharton colleague, Chris Gacy. And a pleasure to have David joining us right now. David, thanks for your time. Hope you're doing well. Oh, yeah. Great to be here. Thank you. I laid this out a little bit, but I'll let you capsulize what you and Chris wrote in this Barron's article. Okay, great. Well, thanks. So in our article, we look at this whole GameStop business through through the lens of one of the most famous uh, papers in economics, which was written by George Akerlof, who is the husband of Janet Yellen, and he won the Nobel Prize for this paper. And it's, it's a paper that I studied in grad school, and Chris did, and now our, our own students study the same paper. And... It's a paper where um, Dr. Akerlof is looking at the market for used cars, but uh, people have taken his reasoning and applied it to stocks. And what we show is there's several ways that it, that it, um, it helps us think about what happened with GameStop. And with indexing, okay, so you bring up the indexers, and the point we're making there is that if I just go trade in the stock market um, – Myself, I encounter transactions costs, which are driven by um, the possibility of being an informed trader, right? When I, when I trade a stock, people worry that I, I, I have inside information, and because of that, uh, that there is a, um, there's a spread that I have to pay. But not if I trade through index funds. Index funds bring down the cost um, of, for retail investors like me to be mm-hmm. in the market, both because they don't charge very much in fees, but also because they also themselves trade at very low fees, low transactions costs, because they don't have to pay the spreads that other people pay. And so we invest in index funds. More and more students invest in index funds. When I ask my class, how many of my MBAs, how many of you are sending your retirement checks, your 401ks to index funds, it's practically everybody, right? Yeah. Everyone's indexing these days. But then, um, and, cause, and it's cheap for these reasons. But then the problem is when you're indexing, you are just sending your money into stocks at whatever price they happen to be trading for right now, just hoping that other people are doing the hard work. Other people are doing the hard work of bringing those prices in line with, um, with, the, with the prospects of those stocks, right? Um, so you can sort of free ride on everyone else doing this hard work. Right. Um, but then once in a while... You know, the price you buy at, um, like as with GameStop, just starts to starts to skyrocket uh, out of control. Right. And uh, so that's what that's what we saw, that you're sending your, your paycheck into uh, into a small stock index. And all of a sudden you find yourself paying these crazy prices for stock. And so then the question is whether um, whether this whole episode 
um, Weathersill episode is, is, is an argument for the government uh, stepping in and trying to suppress the kind of combat that led to these prices uh, going so crazily out of control. So the, the, the concept of short selling has been around for, for quite a long time, uh, but you kind of note that it's, it's to a degree a bit of, of a benefit to the system that, that there is this element of short selling kind of involved in the, in the entire process? Well, yeah. I mean, if, if a price starts to drift too high, out of, out of line with, um, with the fundamentals of the stock, then people who buy it unwittingly at that price are paying too much. And you are, I mean, if you're short selling, you're not trying to make the world a better place, right? You're just trying to make a profit. But if by bringing that downward pressure on the stock, you bring it back in line with its actual prospects, then other people who are just blindly buying the stock at whatever price it's trading for are going to benefit, right? They're buying the price and buying the stock at a reasonable price. The only way to bring it back down to its, to its, to its, true value if it starts drifting too high is to come in and and sell. Uh, And if you don't already own the stock, the only way to do that is to short sell. Uh, So society benefits from these short sellers bringing this downward pressure when stocks drift too high, though, you know, that's not the goal of the short sellers to, you know, to, to, to benefit society, but it's still, um, we, we, we benefit anyhow uh, from bringing those, bringing those prices back in line. So now you have Robin Hood kind of in this mix over the last few years. And, and I'd be interested to get your thoughts on the impact that Robin Hood has had onto this entire process. Well, Robin Hood is just, I would say, uh, the best known practitioner of gathering retail traders and uh, funneling those traders into the market. And uh, because how to put it. It's well known. It's been well known for many years that the average retail trade is uninformed. Uninformed by what? By which I mean, they they're not predictive of the stock. Retail purchases do not predict stocks going up. Retail sales do not predict stocks going down. Um, so in that sense, they're uninformed. And so if I am a trader making a market in stocks, I would love to be on the other side of those trades. Those yep. are the sorts of trades I want to be on the other side of. I don't want to be on the other side of people who know what's happening next. I want to be on the other side of people who don't know what's happening next. So I will pay to be on the other side. Yep. And Robin, that, that, that's been true for many years. Um, Robin Hood is just really focused on, uh, on this particular sector and, and you know, ramping up that, that business of gathering retail trades, selling the uh, right to be on the other side, and taking some of the proceeds from selling it and giving it back to traders in the form of zero commissions. We're joined by David Musto, finance professor at the Warden School. So you mentioned this uh, this unique kind of uh, element that plays out here with uh, the role that Janet Yellen may play here and the fact that her husband has written this paper that you and others have, have uh, really had a long look at. Uh, I guess the question is what the role of Janet Yellen will be and the government about this action around short selling moving forward. Well, this is something to um, you know, pay attention when you have the uh, confirmation of the new uh, head of the SEC, um, uh, Gary Gensler, who's been um, um, nominated. I think this is what this is what people will be talking about at, at that hearing. It, it's certainly going to come up. 
what do we do about it? And, you know, there's people look at uh, retail traders who hurt themselves badly uh, in this case, and that's, that's, you know, that's difficult to look at. Uh, on the other hand, you have um, the fact that we depend on people's um, self-interested buying and selling uh, to bring uh, capital markets prices in line. And uh, so it's a tough it's a tough line to walk there. Uh, what, what do you do about um, uh, if there's something you can do that, that restricts access of traders to put on the trades they want to make uh, right. and yet not damage the the uh, price discovery that indexers who are more and more of us uh, are depending on? David, I'll end it there as we're near the top of the hour. Thanks very much for your insight. Greatly appreciate it. All the best. Look forward to talking to you again down the road. Great. Nice talking to you. Bye-bye. Thank you. David Musto, who is a finance professor at the Wharton School. As we mentioned, the article uh, that he and his uh, cohort, uh, Chris Gacy, wrote was in a recent uh, edition of uh, Barron's, just published on February 14th. It is titled, Yellen's GameStop Dilemma, How to Let Indexers Freeload in Peace. Uh, you can go to the Barron's website and obviously take a look at it there. To keep engaged with Wharton Business Daily and other Wharton School shows, visit businessradio.wharton.upenn.edu.